0: Simon the Pharisee Jesus arrived at Simon's house, feeling hungry and tired. Simon did not welcome him. Simon did not ask his servant to wash Jesus' dusty feet. But he asked Jesus to sit at the table and gave him some food. While they were eating, a woman came in carrying a jar of precious perfume. She sat on the floor next to Jesus. She was thinking of the wrong things she had done and how Jesus loved her and forgave her. She began to cry. As her tears fell, she washed Jesus' dusty feet and wiped them with her long hair. She took her precious perfume and gently poured it onto Jesus' feet. Simon was upset, don't you know how bad this woman is, he asked. Jesus said, Simon, when I arrived, you didn't welcome me or wash my feet. This woman has given me a wonderful gift. She has shown how much she loves me.
1: Our story today was taken from Luke 7, 36 to 50, so you might want to turn to it in your Bibles at home. Let's pray before we unpack today's story in a little more detail. God of welcome, you invite us into your family. We sit at your table and savour your word to us. Help us receive all the nourishment you have for us today. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now, when we go to a party or event, we usually receive one of these, an invitation. I wonder if any of you have ever heard of anyone who turned up to a party without receiving an invitation, without being invited? And hopefully you would have had a chance to discuss that question around your table this morning. And I don't know about you, but I don't usually go to parties unless I've been invited. But our Bible story today tells us about a woman who did exactly that, she went to a party uninvited. Now can I just invite you to picture the kind of occasion like the one we heard in our story this morning? Close your eyes, go on, close them. Imagine for a moment that you are at a fancy dinner party. You are smartly dressed in your best and smartest party clothes. There is the smell of something amazing cooking, your favorite food. I wonder what that would be. Just imagine it now. You have your favorite drink in your hand in a special glass. The table is laid and everything is polished and sparkling. There is the sound of people talking and music playing quietly in the background. The person that invited you is a very important person who lives in a big and beautiful house in the most expensive part of town. And the dinner party is happening because a very special guest has been invited. And people have been talking about this guest. Some people have decided they don't like him, but you are there because you want to know more about him and you want to get to know what he is really like. You want to make up your own mind about him. You are delighted you've been invited to the party. You hear the doorbell ring, but you think nothing of it and you carry on chatting and dancing until a woman pushes herself into the room. You look around and you see the look on people's faces. Some people look away. Some people roll their eyes. Some just stand there with their mouths open. The woman is not dressed for a dinner party. She looks like she needs a good wash. And you've seen others dressed like her, but not in this part of town. She goes straight up to the special dinner guest and throws her arms around him. She whispers something in his ear. And it's then you notice that she's crying, her makeup running down her cheeks. Everyone in the room seems to stop their chatter. And there's this awkward silence. You feel for the special guest, how awkward and embarrassing for him. But instead of pushing her away, he puts his arm around her and he whispers something back. But surely he can see what kind of woman she is and what part of town she comes from. What is he playing at? This isn't normal. Okay, you can open your eyes. What we have just imagined is very similar to what we heard in today's story and it'd be great if you could picture that in your mind as we go on. So Jesus is in the house of a very important person, Simon. And Simon was a member of a very strict religious group called the Pharisees. He invited Jesus into his home because he has heard about some of the amazing things that Jesus has been doing healings, miracles, telling amazing stories, and so much more. No doubt he wanted everyone to know that Jesus had visited his home so that it would make him look important in the eyes of his friends. And the guests would have been sat around the large table, leaving the side open for servants to come and serve them. And large houses at the time of Jesus had some public areas. Rooms would have opened up onto a courtyard, a bit like this picture. People could enter, visitors could see what was happening, and business could take place. And the poor might have hung around hoping for leftovers from the meal. So knowing that, um, it's now easier to think how the woman ended up at Simon's house uninvited. She was probably hanging around the public area, and she came into the dining room and started rubbing Jesus' feet. But this is no ordinary home. This is a Pharisee's house. And to the Pharisees, this woman is not liked. They would not have wanted anything to do with her. But Jesus isn't bothered about what the Pharisees think of her or him for that matter. So here Jesus is sat in a house with the rich and important and he's able to relate to them. And yet he also accepts this woman, this sinner, and he welcomes her. And this woman treats Jesus with an embarrassing amount of affection. It's not really the kind of behaviour that would have been acceptable in public at that time. But Jesus doesn't stop her. She is important and his welcome of her is important. And as I think about this story for a moment and I imagine myself at that party, I wonder what my response to the woman would have been. What do you think your response to the woman would have been? Would you have welcomed her? Or would you have felt uncomfortable about her being there? If I welcomed the woman, if I hugged the woman, what would my friends and others at the party think of me? And are we sometimes so worried about what others think of us that we miss out on huge opportunities to welcome and embrace others in the way that Jesus did. You may have gone back to school recently and not all of your friends are there. They may still be off. There may be others um, who you don't normally talk to that have returned to school and they're without their usual group of friends too. Why not welcome them, spend time with them, care for them? And there may be people at work, at college, on the street, that really need to know that they are welcomed and loved. And as a nation, we are really in need of welcome and embrace more than ever at the moment. And we need to think of different ways we can do that when we're not able to meet with everyone in person or touch everyone. Um, Maybe baking for somebody to show them that you care, inviting them for a walk, a play in the garden, a phone call to find out how they're doing, a prayer, Send them a card or a picture or a letter of encouragement. Jesus' act of welcome towards the woman is uncomfortable for us to hear. And yet for this woman, this act of welcome is life-changing. And his challenge to us is that we welcome everyone, no matter how uncomfortable and challenging it is for us. Jesus ate with sinners. He is not embarrassed by them. He lets them kiss his feet. He is the friend of traitors, drunks, the poor, the needy, the broken, the ill. People whose lives are a mess, you and me. But this isn't just a story about Jesus welcoming sinners. It's a story about sinners welcoming Jesus. It's said in our story that the party takes place at the home of Simon the Pharisee. And this means that Simon is the host. But as we read the story, it becomes clear that he isn't the host. If you went to a party today, the host might shake your hand, take your coat, and offer you something to drink, and possibly hand round some pre-dinner nibbles. In Jesus's time, when you were the host, you offered water to clean their feet and greeted them with a kiss. But Simon does none of these things to welcome Jesus. He is the host, but he isn't really the host. Instead, the woman is the host, and she's not even the guest. She's the gate crusher. And Jesus compares Simon's hospitality with hers. Jesus says, you didn't offer me water for me to wash the dust off my feet, and yet she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, and yet she kissed my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet. The woman was the host, not Simon, and it is not even her house. She welcomes Jesus and yet Simon hasn't even done the normal things that a host would do, even for his dinner guest. He hasn't shown love at all. And Simon's attitude towards the woman exposes his own sinfulness. Jesus knows what the woman has done but she has been forgiven. Jesus is more disappointed with Simon's heart. And whenever we look down on someone for not being as popular or for being smelly or disorganized or lazy or too emotional or bitter or unintelligent or unattractive, then we are like Simon. If we think that this all applies to somebody else, then we are like Simon. And at times I am like Simon, and I praise and thank God for his loving welcome and grace. And I recognize that I am like Simon and I ask for his forgiveness. Jesus says, if you look down on others, you love little because you understand little of your own sin and my grace. The difference between Simon and the woman is that Simon has no sense of forgiveness because he has no sense of need but the woman has a strong sense of brokenness. She knows her life is a mess and she recognises her need for Jesus. She sees Jesus as someone who accepts her anyway and so her response is to love and welcome him. So what's our response to the story this morning? Jesus' perfect example of how to welcome in this story is amazing challenging but amazing. How are we getting on with welcoming those that we maybe find difficult to welcome and love, especially in the world we're currently living in? It's not just about welcoming those people into our homes, taking into account social distancing, but into our hearts and lives, breaking down barriers of every kind, loving those who are hard to love, recognising that I am just as difficult to love. We need to welcome others as fellow sinners saved by God's grace, rather than thinking that we are better than they are. And how are we getting on with our welcome of Jesus into our lives? The woman welcomed Jesus because she recognised her need for him. And I'm not sure where you're at this morning. Maybe you feel like the woman in the story. You may feel broken. You may feel like you've gatecrashed the party this morning and you don't really know what it's all about. Wherever you are this morning, Jesus's invitation to know him this morning is there. And we can come to him as we are because he welcomes all of us, you and me. He's waiting for us to respond to his invitation. And we're all welcome. We are all invited to the party. So let's welcome him. Amen. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you that you welcome all of us. And we're sorry for the times when we have not welcomed others in the way that you welcome us. Forgive us, Lord. We pray that we will welcome those that really need to know your love today. In Jesus' name. Amen.